Welcome to Roll Fair, a D&D podcast. Uh, before we start off with all of our introductions for the characters, we just want to say to all of you listening to us, thank you so much. We've been tracking our stuff and uh, we see that we've got quite a few people out there. Um, we're just going to invite you to uh, give us a shout out on our social media on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you, you do your social media. Reach out, say hello, and we'll, uh, we'll make sure to, to reach back out. But uh, we appreciate you. So, we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. So I'm Devin, the, the Dungeon Master. And I'm Ryan, I play Alton, the Tiefling. And I'm Brad, I play Arden, the Wizard. I'm Kayla, I play Kaiji, the Tabaxi. I'm Austin, I play Shiro. Uh, I forgot my name for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben, I play Raina, the Human Ranger. I'm Sarah, and I play Asar, the Fire Genasi. Wonderful. So we... Uh, we are picking up from last time where we, uh, the, the party was ambushed under Alton's watch and uh, they uh, were able to, to fend off the, the bandits that were attacking them. They were going through some of the, the bodies looking for loot and um, you know, had, a, had a brief discussion among uh, some of the other party members. They're currently on their way to the Zamaji mine with uh, Tetha Zaza and uh, his merchant caravan. Um, and we're going to pick up right where we left off with uh, people finishing up the looting. Or, and such. So, <laughs> what you guys doing? So, Asa is looking at the dead bodies, the gore, the blood that is in the sand, people sliced. And she is going to start to shake just a bit. And... She's going to plead with her party members. Did anyone find any sort of identification on them? Are, are we sure that they're not from an enemy state or, or, or maybe from that awful distribution company that was hired to do this? Anything. Did we find anything like that? Nope. Because we searched and we didn't find any ID on any of them. So Arden's going to stop dancing around. <laughs> and... Uh, I didn't find anything like that. So we, we just killed people. We just well, they murdered a whole bunch. Tried of to kill us first. Well, yeah, no, that's this definitely wasn't. We murder. were just trying to sleep. That was just self-defense. They shot me. What they else were we gonna do? You saved my life. Well, why did you do that? Well, like, the thing is, these people. The should criminals just be arbitrarily executed just because they are criminals? Shouldn't there be? I don't know, some sort of process, a court, a jury? How, who are we to decide that we can just kill people? Hmm. Well, if it's them or me, then I'm going to pick me. I'd like to uh, take experience from my time in the jungle. I grew up in the western jungles of Salix. Um, what was her name again? I can't remember. I will pull it up. Okay. Um, and in the jungle, it's it really is kill or be killed. You defend yourselves. Sometimes you get, you get attacked by raptors or other sorts of beasts. Sometimes you get attacked by sentient creatures. Um, there was a few Yuan-Ti in the area that would actively hunt um, other beings to either make them slaves or sacrifices. And um, you either... Fought them off and or hid, 
And so these bandits, they were, they attacked us. And while I'd much rather talk things out, I, I'm always happy to talk. You can never blame yourself when you defend yourself. But defending to the point of just absolute death, there's no undoing this. They're just dead. What if those families back at home, we don't know if any of these people were subjugated or like conscripted to be here. What if they were just as slaves as, you know, us when we were on the road? I don't know, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's wrong. I feel like we've done something very wrong. I, I don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, you, you just saved my life. Uh, we didn't really seem to have any time to, to see if they would talk to us. They just immediately surprised us and attacked us. What's the consensus? I, I don't know if we did anything wrong. I don't really... I, I don't know. So as you guys are having this discussion, um, the dragonborn uh, cleric, um, Shelkosh, um, she comes up to you and, and she says, Child, what's... Why are you concerned about this? Well, why? Because the actions that we committed tonight cannot be undone. Hurt just begets more hurt. Who's to say that the families of these of these people that we killed aren't going to come after us for revenge? How much grief and suffering is just going to expand like a like a pebble in a in a smooth pool of water just out further and further and further? Well, they should have thought of that before they became murderous bandits. Honestly, I've seen enough killing and death in my lifetime and it doesn't matter if you're in a civilized area or not sometimes the destruction just happens it shouldn't happen though we should do something to prevent it well in this case we prevented more death by killing those that were killing others they had already killed several of this group's uh, guards in advance, and that's why Did we, we know all that, here. though? Is this the same group? Well, more than likely they've killed somebody, considering how quick they were to pull their weapons on us. They were not out to steal, they were not out to talk, they were out to kill and take whatever they could. That's the way the bandits work out here. I know it's harsh, I know it's a difficult um, area of the world to be in, but this is really the way things are out here. And it's something that, as hard as it is to see, needs to be accepted uh, if you want to survive. I don't want to accept it. And Shelkosh continues again with you and she says, Child, what, what do you know of the gods? Well... You, you see Asab, she just kind of like wrings her hands and she's obviously nervous and upset and doesn't really want to be having this conversation. And she she looks at Shelkosh and says, I was I was taught, I, I, I went to school, I went to church. I, my particular parents, they 
each worshipped something different and encouraged us to, my me and my brother, to find our own path. Uh, and so that, I I've, I've know a little about all of them, I guess. That really didn't answer much for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but um, do you know of Amanji's teachings? Umanji, if I recall correctly, is the goddess of peace and twilight. Correct. Yes, good. One of the things that she teaches us, she, she's the, as you said, the, the goddess of peace. So me, being one of her servants, and she teaches peace, you know, to, to not fight, to, to bring balance and peace to, to a conversation, to be a diplomat in some ways. And I'm here slaying those who attacked us. One of the things that can grant you strength in this situation is preparation. You know, prepare for things not always to go the way that you expect. That's uh, one of her major teachings is to be spiritually in control. And to be spiritually in control, you have to prepare for things that aren't always going to be an easy thing to do. You know, for example, in a moment like this where it's kill or be killed, you have to make the decision months or years in advance that in a situation like this, you'll know what you'll do. And each situation can be unique and you have to weigh the, the circumstances, but if there is a moment of fast thinking that has to be made and your life or the life of an innocent person is on the line, um, sometimes killing is, is an acceptable approach. And it is not deemed as murder. You know, think of the goddess of war. She, uh, much of her business is in the conflict that occurs in this world. And those who kill in battle or in a fight of some sort, are they condemned? Of course not. <clears throat> there are certain rules and policies that are established by the gods that allow these things to be acceptable. But it has to be looked at in the right circumstances. And if you prepare your heart, prepare your mind through meditation, through prayer, and get your soul connected with the gods, then you will learn these truths yourself. You see Asar, she like just nods her head a little bit and tears start to well up in her eyes. And she says, thank you. You sound just like my father. And then she turns and walks away. You're welcome. <laughs> and she shouts to you. <laughs> and, um, okay. Arden is no longer celebrating and very sullen now after that. Kill Joy aside. <laughs> um, so Sheru, he's going to go up to first uh, Sakash um, and uh, you you uh, did well fighting and this is what I found, some of what I found on the bandit's body and he uh, hands her one of the gold that he found on the bandits he searched. And then I'm going to walk over to uh, Lokenis, that the Typhling boy. Lokenis? Yeah. Tiefling. 
Tiefling. Yeah, tie fighter. <laughs> tie fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Potato, potato. <laughs> um, it's now Tiefling. You did good. Um, I saw you. I saw how you, how you reacted, and well done. And I hand them uh, the second gold I found. Thank you, uh, sir. Of course. Thank you. And then uh, Shelkosh, just when you handed her the gold, she just bows her head politely. Hey, Sheru, I, I burned two of them. Do I get anything? <laughs> um, here, here's the rest of what I found. And 20, hands over 20 silver. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <Wow>. take it. Okay. <laughs> um, so as you guys are, are settling there... Um, Kaiji, what uh, what are you doing? Uh, Kaiji hasn't moved from the side of the cliff. She's just kneeling there, kind of staring at her hands, just just blocked out everything that's happened, and is is just just sitting there. I don't. I. She doesn't feel like she can come off the, the cliff yet. Mm. Gotcha. Do so it, she's... Sorry? Do any of us notice her? Oh, uh, it's past perception. Probably not this. I definitely don't. Mine is uh, 14. I'd say you do. Kaiji. Okay, mm-hmm. Are, are you okay up there? Uh, um, um, I'm, f- I'm fine, I guess. Um, Cheru, he, after handing the gold and noticing Kaiji, he's like, would, would you like some company? Um, I... I'm coming up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would. You see a turtle climb up the rocks. <laughs> just trying to climb up and just kind of slow climbing, not the best climber, but get up there eventually. Yeah, you eventually like get up there. <laughs> I sit down next to Te- Kaiji. So, you, you you don't want to come down the the cliff. Uh, no, I. Sorry, I I just I, I just kind of got distracted there for for a second. What distracted you? It happened to me again. There were ten of us, ten fifteen of them. I couldn't make a single shot. I'm useless. I can't defend myself. I can't defend my my group. I can't. It's hopeless. Hmm. Well, I can't say I watched you fight because I was a little busy as well. But I did see you make some fantastic shots on that scorpion earlier. You you took out two of its eyes. And that was impressive. Thank you. I, I, I guess I did. I, but that's just the problem. What? Why? Why can I fight the monster? But as soon as we get ambushed, I, I, I don't know what happened. Do I just get scared? And and I, I don't understand. I've, I've been on my ship for four years. It's not like I can't fight other men. I, I, I know how to fight. 
But when it, I don't, I don't understand. You know, um, back in my when I grew up in the jungles. Speaking of which, I have the name for you. Thank you. It is the uh, one CB coast. One CB coast. Yeah, one CB coast. Back at the uh, one CB coast, there was this old tabaxi. He is a it's a lion tabaxi with dark black fur and uh, silver mane. Um, you, after my father passed, and don't worry, most turtle fathers last like a year. Oh, don't worry, I grew up in the jungle too, I know. Mm -hmm. Um, he was, well, I was trying to survive on my own. I would not have made it to 15 without his assistance. I, I, I okay, I have a very distinct craving for raptor eggs. They are delicious. Raptor eggs? Yes. Um, however, raptors are raptors and they'll try to eat you. So, anyways, one time he saved me from race raptor chasing me while I carried an egg away. Um, and I had done that a couple of times, but this is the first time I had been caught by the raptor. It was very angry too. Um, and I was blaming myself and mad at myself for like, I, I was uh, like 10 at the time, and I, I knew how to survive in the jungle. I'd been surviving the jungle for 10 years, and I had failed. And I was, I was really mad at myself, and that somebody had to come to my rescue. And old Silvers, he, uh, he talked to me about the time while he was on the ship. Yeah, he was, he, he was once on a ship. Um, anyways, uh. A crew is only a crew because they rely on each other. Some days you are strong and you protect the others. Other days you need the protection. And for you to miss a couple shots now is okay because we were here to help you. Back when we find the scorpion, Rainer basically died. I'm, I'm still surprised he has, he's alive. Um, but I'm sure he would be dead as well as more of us if you hadn't been dead that day. That scorpion was terrifying. With one hit, he took down one of us. And without you there to protect us, more of us would be dead. So today, you were the one that needed protection. And tomorrow, maybe I need protection. My shell can't protect me from everything. If you say so, it looked impenetrable to me. Why, well, thank you. I need to polish it. It is looking a little dusty. <laughs> thank you. I. You're right. You're right. I, I can't. Thank you. I'll just try again tomorrow. Hmm? After some rest, uh, this battle is... Woke up in the middle of the night and needs more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, after Asar's had a little time alone, um, Alton's going to walk over to her. Okay. Well, Asar, I, I'm not asking you to enjoy what we did. I think I've learned in life that most of the things we do to survive, we don't necessarily enjoy, but I hope it doesn't mean you regret saving my life. Um, I, 
don't pretend to know why you did that, why you would, but I thank you for that. I prom I, I, I won't thank your God for that, but I will <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. It, it means a lot that I just, I just don't want anyone close to me to die anymore. There's, there is an unspoken grief that it just lasts forever. It's everlasting. It's, you carry it with you whenever death happens that's close to you. And I just, I don't want anyone else I know to be, to be killed. So if you ever go down again, I'll run headfirst into battle to get you back up. <laughs> Appreciate that. I might do the same if I can. <laughs> <laughs> might. 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 If I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to go to Shalkash. Okay. Because hearing the advice to Asar. Mm -hmm. um, can I speak to you a moment for just privately? Certainly, my uh, arcane master. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... You did it, by the way. I did do it. Yes, that was the celebration <laughs> that was quickly ended uh, by the realization that what we had done maybe not would have was the right thing. But you had some wise words, and I appreciate that. And I wanted to ask you something. Of course. How do you know if you're evil? Well, I don't know that you would. You do know. I mean, the gods have their teachings, and if we follow their teachings, we know if we're on a path of goodness, if you will, but even good people can do terrible things, and bad people can do wonderful things. I think it's just a, a process of continuous change. You know, we all have a nature to be self-interested or to be um, wanting to, I suppose, take what isn't ours or, you know, have things easy, um, you know, and... and some things that are bad aren't necessarily evil, if that makes sense. You know, not everything that, uh, you know, like being lazy sometimes, you know, you're, we, we have um, Uvamar who teaches that work is important. So being too lazy can sometimes be a bad thing, but it's not necessarily an evil thing. And so... Well, in this instance, I quite enjoyed killing that man. And uh, obviously I danced around and mm -hmm. it was um, quite, made quite the spectacle of myself, but uh, he was running away. I didn't need to run after him, but I made the decision and it was enjoyable. And I'm, I just don't, I don't know how to tell if you're 
if someone is evil or not. It's definitely an interesting perspective that you have there. And I can understand why you might be concerned. Um, but the key, I think, is to recognize your actions. As I was saying earlier, one of Amanji's teachings is to be spiritually in control. The spirit is in control of your desires. It's in control of your, um, your natural tendencies. And every decision you make, you make because you have prepared your mind to make that decision. You know, and sometimes split-second decisions happen, but as I said, if you prepare long before those split-second decisions have to be made and make the decision of, this is how I will react, and you're spiritually in control, you're able to make that conscious decision in the moment sometimes, you can be prepared to make that decision correctly. And if you notice something about a decision that you have made, that you think maybe wasn't necessarily the right thing, even if you did enjoy it, you can make those adjustments in your life by preparing and meditating and praying for the strength to overcome that. I appreciate it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. I am here for you if you have any other questions and the gods can help um, I don't know if you've sought religion in your life but uh, <laughs> they can in certainly a, be, give you some guidance in a way but uh, I I've learned a lot from you and I appreciate it you're welcome well thank you for for listening and inquiring it, uh, it is a pleasure to be able to to help and I'll find Asar. So as you leave, she says, Ellen. She says, peace be with you. And uh, she uh, she yeah. bows politely and um, just a, a nice head bow as you head off. One day peace would be nice. Um, so I'll find Asar and... Asar, I found this might be useful for you. Uh, take out the healing potion. Mm-hmm that we talked about outside of yeah. game that I got. <laughs> this might be better off in your hands, seeing as you are the savior of the group. <laughs> I don't necessarily say that, but thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Are you still over there, by the way, with Asar, when he comes over? Sure. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Probably just wrapping Whatever up the, the conversation. Timing, yeah, timing of it is. So yeah, you see... Um, Alton over there as well, so you, he gives you the healing potion. Do you guys discuss anything else? I appreciated your concern about what we were doing, and I I hope that uh, you speak up again in other situations, because my moral compass isn't what it used to, and, and I uh, appreciate any reminder to be better. Oh, well, I, I appreciate everyone's perspectives, and... Uh, I'm still young and learning everything too. I, I just, I don't know what is right or wrong sometimes. And just like you, moral compasses may need adjustment. 
It's never but too late to learn. You're right. <laughs> I hope. But I do like this, and I do like how I have all of these handsome men coming <laughs> to make me feel better. That's that's quite lovely. I appreciate it. For the first time ever, you see Arden blush. Oh. <laughs> you can't see Alden blush. His skin is already red. <laughs> blush is a slight purple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the dark. Okay. Uh, after the initial just kind of... I'll just go off into... Uh, response from Rainer. He had walked off a little bit away from camp, just kind of moping about a little bit disgruntled. Mm -hmm. uh, he comes back after everyone has kind of settled and started going back to sleep again. And uh, about 60, 70 feet away in another alcove of rocks, he starts to kind of dig out the sand a bit. And just for the rest of the night, he slowly, one by one, kind of starts dragging the bodies over and mm. burying them in, in shadow graves. Okay. Do I notice that? Um, I'm sure several people do. Um, just whoever's on sneaky, watch. Sneaky about that. Right. He's not really trying to be sneaky. Uh, he's silent the entire time, just like uh. not talking, just kind of a very serious mood about him. I know the watch after Alton was supposed to be Rainer and Asar, so um, I imagine that's kind of what you're doing at that point. Is mm -hmm. okay, sounds good. Um, so before before you got to to burying yeah, people, um, you're totally fine, not mm -hmm. not an issue. Um, Tethys comes up to to the group of you as you you guys are starting to settle down for bed of course without Rainer there who's been off wandering and he says thank you for defending my caravan it, uh, that was a very big uh, surprise and uh, I've known many merchant caravans that have fallen victim to a group of bandits that size and not come out the other the other end alive or at least with any of their goods. And by my count, no, not one of us died. Um, you know, we have some scrapes and bruises. You know, had some close calls with among you as well. But I, I do appreciate what you did for us today. And uh, he tosses um, 20 gold to Arden. Um, the leader of the group. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he yeah. says, "We're just going by age, right?" Yeah. <laughs> this right. is this is a bonus for protecting us in the evening, and uh, you know, I look forward to to having you accompany us the rest of the way to the Zumaji mine. I think we learned a lot about ourselves as we did this. So thank you. I appreciate it. And I distribute the, what was it? Te well, it 20 gold. It 20 be. gold divided by seven? <laughs> six. Well, six. I can count. <laughs> yeah, because we do six. Could also have a party fund if you want. Yeah, that's true. We could do party fund, but what's the fun in that? <laughs> Selfishness, right? Yeah, exactly. We're not there yet. Which one of us do we trust? Which one of us do we trust? I mean, party fund, it's though? kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um. Pirates spend it all on books. <laughs> I'm literally a pirate. Yeah. Well, um, somebody gets four, right? 
So, or it's um, three gold two. each for two left over. Or it's two gold and I can't math, so eight and a half silver. You did seven. I did do seven. I haven't done this. <laughs> yeah, three gold, three silver. But there's weird carryover because it's three repeating. So just do three gold a piece. Yeah. Two, two extra left over and uh, two. As, yeah. as party leader, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not here, by the way. You're I holding mean, on the I line. I need paper. <laughs> You, you did give it the killing blow, so... I don't mind. I will hold on to it, and I will repay it in what I can do. Um, so I'll take five. Then. So the group settles down for the night. People people go back to, to resting. Um, and the Rainer does his thing with digging the shallow graves. Um, and the rest of the watches... Um, just having Rainer and Asar, uh, Shrew and one of the guards, and Kaiji and one of the guards at that point. Rest of the watches go un, uh, uh, uneventful, and uh, you guys wake up in the morning and begin proceeding again on your journey. And that's where we'll end this portion of the session. Wow, that went... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. That, that went... Uh, Deep. <laughs> that was unexpected. What? Thanks for watching. <laughs> You've been listening to Rollfair, a D&D podcast. Produced, recorded, and mixed by SF Shields. Executive produced by the Rollfair team. Copyright 2021 by Rollfair LLC. All rights reserved. Visit us online at rollfair.com.